Welcome back to the Haddonfield Horrors Podcast, where we review horror movies and horror movie franchises. I'm your host, Mark, the horror movie fanboy. I'm Maria, the scared horror movie junkie. And today we are reviewing Spanish horror movie, Wreck, which came out in 2007. But before we get into any of that, Maria, can you give the people a plot summary? Late night TV host Angela and her cinematographer are following the fire service on a call to an apartment building. But the Spanish police seal off the building after an old woman is infected by a virus, which gives her inhuman strength. So to start off, was this your first time seeing this movie? Have you ever even heard of the Wreck franchise before? Not at all. Um, I didn't even know. Like, I mean, I knew about quarantine, but I didn't know it was based off of like you know, the Wreck movies. I had no idea they even existed. Honestly, I haven't even seen the quarantine movies. Um, zombie movies scare me. <laughs> really? <Yeah. laughs> That's your hang-up? Zombie yeah. movies? You watch all of the ghost horror movies, <laughs> supernatural crap. You can't watch. No. The zombie ones? You know how um, It, like the old It, kind of scared a bunch of people and made a lot of people scared of clowns? Um, For some reason, in my young mind, it wasn't a clown, it was a zombie. So, I don't know, it scared me ever since. Like, Yeah, so zombie movies have scared me ever since. I can see that. I can see that. Well, this is, well, I have seen, I, I saw Quarantine when it came out originally. I think when it finally like was released on DVD, I got it, and I I didn't know about Wreck until actually I found out about Wreck by accident, but like almost like two years after that, when I was just like trying to look up Quarantine to see if it was like available anywhere, and I was like, oh, it has like a I stumbled upon Wikipedia and discovered it had like a whole. It was based off a Spanish movie. Never watched it because back then I was very anti subtitles. But the last like two years or so, I've become I have found myself watching a lot of subtitles. I love Japanese horror and Japanese dramas, so I've become accustomed to subtitles. And I was like, "Why not? Let's let's do some wreck." Because I like the I like the remake, and this was like the one of the rare times that I've seen the remake before I've seen the original. So I was excited to get into this, and I have to say, this movie scared the shit out of me. I thought I was like, no, it's gonna be good. It's like I know, I know what I'm getting into. But no, I was, I was disturbed for the entire night, and I watched this movie at like midnight, pitch black. I was home alone because everyone was at work. I think I was texting. I was like, I, I feel uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? It, it did. Yeah, it scared me a lot more than I thought it was going to. I did did not expect it to be like. I thought it was going to be, like, I don't know. I thought they were going to, like, overdo it or, like, not do enough, you know? Um, I feel like it was it was a really good movie. Like, my heart, definitely. I felt, like, nervous. I was like, oh, my. Like, it was, it was crazy. Um, I mean, I, like, I love, I mean, I watch anime, so, and I like to watch a lot of, you know, Japanese horror along with, like, a lot of, like, foreign horror movies i feel like they're usually really good mm-hmm. um but it was really good i i know i was scared and thank god i watched it during the day when you know the sun was out so i, I wasn't like you know by myself in the dark um it was a good movie you're smart you watched it during the day i did not 
<laughs> but let's talk about some of the some of your favorite scenes or like parts of the movie. And I think for me, my favorite scene. Oh wait, there there's so many. But when the guy, when the the paramedic throws himself over the balcony, because that's like the big like first jump scare that kicks everything off. I was not prepared for that at all. It took me out. And I had my headphones on at, and like at full blast. And when it smacked, I was like, oh shit. She just got real. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I think I, I like gasped at that part. I was like, <laughs> I didn't expect it. And to be honest, I was a little lost about what was going on during that moment. And then you just, you just see and you just hear him just, you know, hit the floor. Um, that was, I really liked how they set that up. Cause I feel like usually they kind of like, you know, like you get like music and like you feel the moment coming, but this time you just did not expect it at all. And you see him hit the floor. <laughs> that's that. That's the only time, because like, there's no music cue. There's no sound cue. The, the camera isn't like being weird. They're like, like, you know, something's going to happen. It just happens. And it shook the fuck out of me. I was not ready. I was, I think I was like, oh shit, <laughs> out loud. Like, <laughs> I was not ready. I was like, wait, things are happening fast. But what about you? What was one of your favorite scenes? Honestly, I liked the ending. Well, I mean, that scene I really liked, obviously. Um, but I think what really got to me, though, was the ending with that, um, that thing came out. Um, Tristiana? Yeah, the, 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 well, I mean, well, she looked like, yeah, you know, that, that, that itself kind of scared me because she just looks really, when she gets pulled away. Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. And I also really like the whole like camera work there because, because you don't know where Mm -hmm. it is. You're in the dark. You're, all you can see through is this camera. And then like, you're just scared of like any moment they turn that camera around and there, there she is. It was. Like when I, when she first appears in like in like the the dark light, I'm like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. It took me out, and I was like, whoa. But actually, for me, like that whole like ending sequence with like with them going through the room and finding the articles and seeing that the priest was doing experiments, I wasn't. I was never sure like what he was doing. Like, was he trying to like figure out? a way to like cure her or put her down like to like to kill the possession like what what was his goal i, I that part confused me because i wasn't sure what his goal was honestly i don't know either because that's it's what that's what it seemed like right like he was trying to figure out how to cure her but then like um he was possessing he like pos- he purposely infected animals and like at least one or two boys all for his experiment and i was trying to i I didn't understand if he was trying to to find a cure or he was trying to spread the possession virus i I think he was trying to find a cure because he did mention that he had her hidden and he had um he was like you know all this like holy stuff should be like enough to keep her contained and and i guess at the same time he was trying to find a cure because you know He's a priest. But, I mean, I don't I don't know why. Yeah, I was so lost. But I do like that, like, the last shot with, like, the, 
the dark light in the camera, seeing Trishiana walk past with what looked like to be like a diaper. I was freaked the fuck out. I was not ready. But besides that, my favorite scene. Ah. See, I was going to tell you a favorite scene, but the scene I, I got in my head is from the re is from quarantine, not from wreck. So never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but one of my favorite scenes is it's my favorite scene because the cop was annoying me and I was happy when he finally got killed is when the little girl, Jennifer, like, attacked the cop. He was trying to, like, check on her. Oh, yeah. It, it was, cause, first off, the cop was annoying me. They, they have a reason. They have reasons for once. I'm like, shut up. You're locked in here with everyone. Stop trying to be on their side. Like, shut the fuck up. Well, he had to. Someone had to, like, you know, keep everybody calm. He, he, was, he was annoying. He was annoying the fuck out of me. I was, I was so annoyed. And then, but then also, you seen what... All the other infected people have been doing, how crazy they've gotten. So why would you lower your guard next to the infected kid in front of you? Come on. you He was asking for it. And I was like, good. He's finally out the fucking movie. He's been annoying me the entire time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what about you? What got? Yeah, I think us. I mean, kind of going off of what you said, that mom and her kid annoyed me. Because because they were like blaming the like the other tenants. They're like they're like well, I don't know what they're you guys... blaming the Asian yeah. the Asian um, family. Like don't do that. I was, yeah, I was like first of all, bitch, your daughter's sick too, and your daughter's down here with us. At least I mean I feel bad for her dad, but he's not in the same room with them. Your daughter is, and that scene where they like find out that it kind of came from them, and you and the, and the camera turns and you see her there, and she was like she was like. All she has is uh, what was it? Tonsillitis. Tonsillitis. Like that's it. And then and then they they and then they zoom in and everybody starts to get closer to her and they're like, it doesn't matter what she has, she's sick. And then you know then she you know bites her mom and stuff like that scene. Cause I was like, yeah, bitch, came from your dumbass. Like she was sick and her dog was sick. Really? Yes, that was my favorite part. Like this bitch has been talking so much shit the entire movie. But lo and behold, it came from your dumbass dog and your daughter. Yep. Shut the. Like, she was so like pompous and like arrogant. She too. was for, just like blaming people for no I was reason. Like, I was like, man, I'm like, I'm, I was so happy it was her. So happy it was her. Like fuck this bitch. Yeah, but but also my favorite scene. I like the opening. Like the whole opening before they get to the complex. I like it because it's like you get to know the host. You get to know the two main fire firemen plus the driver. So you, it's all like calm, like it's just a calm night, and then shit just goes to hell. Like I like that slow build yeah, and setup. Yeah, it seemed natural. Yeah, I definitely feel the same way. It felt real, you know. It felt like it felt like I was watching like this video. I mean, well, to be honest, like I really also really love watching um, found footage movies. And I liked how it didn't feel very, like, forced, you know? You know how, like, a lot of those movies, they tend to try to, like, scare you on purpose, like, for the camera. But this really felt mm -hmm. like, you know, like, she's a reporter reporting stuff, doing, you know, going through this. Everybody's laughing. Everything's cool. And then it's slowly. And, like, at first, you know, when they get there and then they're like, oh, she's sick. And she's over here, you know, trying to um, record everything. And then once they shut everything down... And everybody's just like, well, maybe it's not as bad as we think it is. And then it turns out it is. But I like how they did that. See, I don't like found footage movies, but only one I ever really liked was the Blair Witch. 
But this one seemed like it, this one fit. This one was appropriate because it was a newscast and they were documenting, like, they were documenting the the firefighters. It was like, it seemed more appropriate than just like, oh, this family was randomly recording some shit that was happening to them in the 80s and the tapes were just found now and they've been recording for the last, like, 30 years of all the crazy shit that's happened yeah. to them. Yes, yes, I'm throwing shade at paranormal activity. <laughs> so, <laughs> but like this seems more like realistic and natural. Like, there's a reason why the camera crew was there. So, yeah, I liked it. It was it, it it wasn't it wasn't in your face. And also, when she was like, "We have to, we have to keep recording so they can, so we can show the world what they what they're doing to us. They're forcing us to be locked up in here with six people who are trying to kill us. We have to show the rest of the country and the rest of the world." And I was like, you know, this fits. That's valid. She has valid reasons. I mean, I she did, but she was also reasons. annoying as hell. She was She's a TV so producer. annoying. <laughs> okay, like I get that, but it's also kind of like I mean, I understand the reasons. I do understand that you know she wanted to show it, you know, show the world. But then when she was trying to interview people, and you can see, you know how like they had like little like clips in between those showing her like fixing herself and. Telling the guy, you know, like, mm-hmm. like if it's boring or something, just cut the camera. I'm like, yeah, that was disrespectful. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, you want to show the world what's happened to you, but people are also dying around you. So like, chill the fuck out and be like, considerate. Don't be insensitive. She was be, she was being very insensitive at, at points. Like her overall, her overall point of view of wanting to film to have a record, I, I understood. But then she became like the, the stereotypical bitchy reporter. Yeah. Who was doing anything for the story, which I did not like. Yeah, I think that's also why I didn't. I was like, just put the camera down, bitch. <laughs> and my favorite scene when I was like, oh shit, this is this is the end, is when it was the camera guy, and it was her, the camera guy, and and the last fireman. Oh my god, yeah. And he was like, I'll stand out here. You guys get the key. And when. They walked out and looked down, and he looked up, and he was zombied. I was like, "No, it's over with. It's, it's dead." I felt so Ugh. bad for him. He fought for them, and like he fought basically the whole time until like towards the end when he kind of just couldn't. And I was like, "No, <sighs> he was so brave." Um. Oh, and the the scene with the um. What was that guy? Uh, the 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 uh, health inspector. Oh yeah, him. Where he was zombified. I really liked how they did that too because you know he he had got off on his own you no know, because he was bitten and he went like all the way in the back and they go to him and they're like hey like well, like what's going on like let's go and he was just like it bit me and they're like what and he, it's like I like the, how they have that shot of like him in this little space kind of long and you see him like. Freaking out a little bit, obviously, because he knows what it is. Um, and then he was just like, um, he was just like, I'm sick, like, close the door, lock the door, like, you have to. And they were like, you know, they lock it. And then he starts to get, like, aggressive. And I was like, that's crazy. Yeah, I was sad. I was, because I hope, I really feel like if he would have made it, they would have been A-OK. Yeah. Like, he was their last hope. Yeah. But let's go from there. Let's talk about some characters. Let's start with Angela, the TV presenter. What did you think about Angela? I don't know. I <laughs> I mean, I thought she was, like, cool and stuff. 
in the beginning. Um, I, I actually I didn't like her. I didn't like her personality. I didn't like her how she was. You know, like how we had mentioned before, she was kind of like being insensitive while people are dying, and and I get it. Like you want the story, you're pushing for the story, but I mean, there are p- people that are sick, people died. Um, it's not really the time. Your life's in danger. Like yeah, I f- yeah, like your own life is in danger. I feel like yeah, your cameraman's in danger. You seem not to give any fucks about this. Yeah, that yeah, and I feel like she didn't realize that. She kind of just thought, oh my god, things are happening. We have to record it. But it's like you also might have been exposed to it, and then and and I felt like it didn't it didn't hit her what was going on until the mom was chained up and she couldn't get her free. I feel like that's when it finally hit her, like oh shit! But that's crazy because the people were coming after her before that. These guys who are like half mauled and dead get up off the fucking table and start attacking people. But it wasn't until you know she had she she heard the mom die. Where she was like, oh my god, this is crazy. Like it's not it wasn't crazy before. Like you like you and also like with the with the old woman, you know, I feel like it was a little disrespectful for her to be like, let's tape everything, like let's tape this dead woman. Let's tape this crazy woman who attacked this guy who got shot, but you still want to record that whole thing. Like, you know. Recording the, the possessed kid and recording people dying. Yeah, like yeah, like again, like again, like I understood her reasons for, it, but I'm like, you are also in this situation. You are also dying, and by you being this like story hungry person, you're also putting your fucking cameraman at risk. I mean, and if the government is forcing you to be in this this zombie infested complex, do you really think they're gonna allow you to edit this footage and publish it to the world? Yeah, no. So you're capturing all this shit for no reason, endangering yourself and your camera guy. So. Yeah, no, yeah, like you're totally right. Like they didn't, they were being really secretive about it. What do you think they're gonna do with the footage? Mm-hmm. Like you know, I don't know. I mean, I guess she was helpful. She was, dumb. She was just too yeah, much for I me. Guess. Like her whole like reporter personality was too much. Which I mean, I, I guess we wouldn't have movie without it. I get. I think they definitely made the movie what it was. You know, because mm-hmm. because I feel like because she was so like insensitive to everything. Me, like, as a viewer, I was also not taking everything as seriously as I guess I would have been if people were freaking out. What about Pablo? The cameraman? Did you like him? Yep. I feel like he was a great cameraman. (laughs) He was, you know, he... I feel like them together, they were, like, a really good team. Um, I mean, he was also being, like insensitive he was also like going along with her and you know not recording whenever they had to um i mean yeah he like like because like in the beginning where they were like turn off I the mean, camera he was just kind of following orders though i don't know to me they seemed like it was like a good team effort you know because like in the beginning where where they had told him to to turn the the camera off with the with the grandmother and he didn't um and then she, she like went up to him and she was like don't turn it off. And he was like, yeah, I know I didn't. I was like, the fuck? I was like, all right. Uh, I mean, I, I... But Pop... Well, I, I... Pablo was a good director. But he also never really did anything, you know? Like, when... Mm-hmm. 
when it was just uh Manu, uh, Angela, and Pablo, and they were like trying to fight their way to like you know somewhere safe, he didn't do anything. He just let the guy do what he was doing. Like that one scene where where they were trying to hold someone off, and like the firefighter. I don't I don't I don't really know what he did. I don't say I don't think you can see what he did, but like I think the girl like fainted or something, and he was like Pablo, like come help me, and he was like oh oh okay, like bro, come on. Like, you're not gonna, you know, do something? Well, I guess, I mean, I wouldn't either. I mean, he was holding the camera, but he could have done something. But he was just pointing and shooting and running. I mean, I guess, which, imagining me being in the situation, same. Though, I honestly, I would kill myself. But if I was trying I to be fight... Recording. I feel like I feel like lugging, lugging that big-ass camera around... It's gonna make me a pride target because I'm happy to run with this big ass piece of piece of equipment. Fuck this camera. Fuck these videos. Get me the fuck up out of here. Like what the fuck? But I just feel like I feel like they were so obsessed with the whole, you know, we have to get the story out. People have to know. Uh, you know, like that. You know, all this crazy stuff is going, and they're trying to cover it up. So we want, you know. We want to record everything. I feel like they, they. I feel like they both felt that way. You know, I feel like you know she was very, very passionate in her job, and I feel like he was too. And I think that's kind of rare seeing that nowadays, especially with when you have a yeah. reporter cameraman dynamic. It's always a reporter lugging around the cameraman. But in this movie, I think they were actually worked as a team, which I feel was really cool. I enjoy that. Well, let's talk about the fireman, Manu. Manu. I I liked him. He he's who I thought was gonna be like I thought it was gonna be Manu and and Angela. That's who I thought was gonna make it to the end. I was I knew he was gonna make it. Starting off, I hated him. He was being he had too much machismo. He was throwing his weight around. Yeah. But then I was like, you know, he tried to get the fuck up out of here. He tried to survive. So I'm I'm with him. I I support him. What about you? I like him too. I mean, he was the only one like fighting, you know, in general. And I feel like he was very, uh, he was very useful, I guess. You know, he was trying to get, mm-hmm. and like, in the beginning, he was trying to get out. He was like, you know, we're not going to deal with this. And then once they kind of realized the actual situation, he was like, all right, guys, we're, we're like, we're going to get out of this one way or another. Um, so I liked him for the most part. I was I was genuinely heartbroken when they showed the shot of him being a zombie. I was so fucking. I was like, no, yeah, me too. not him. I was like, no, he was supposed to make it. He was going to be the one that saved saved the fucking day. But at last, he he went out. But he made it to the end. He was close. He made it. He made it to the end, pretty much. You know, I'm glad. There are people who who I was like, if they would, if they make it instead of him, I'm be so pissed. <laughs> but he he, yeah. But let's talk about Alex. He was Manu's um fire fireman partner, and he's the guy who is thrown over the staircase. I can tell you that he, he he's the first death of of the film that we see and. Because I mean, we saw him a little bit in in the beginning with all the other firefighters, and a little like conversation he had in the, in the in the truck. So we got to know him a little bit, but 
act like his his death is what changed the whole dynamics of the movie. That's when you knew shit got real. Yeah. And I was it was on I was on the edge for the rest yeah. of the movie. <laughs> yeah, honestly his death was like like I gasped when that happened. I was like, oh my God. Like and honestly I didn't like the I think the movie itself is not really gory. But like that scene where he mm-hmm. falls and you see him fall, I don't, it just it really got me. I was very surprised. I didn't think like I thought you know it's, it's just gonna be like your typical like you know she's gonna I I thought she was gonna be like running down the stairs trying to attack people, or you know the other guys were gonna get up and start attacking people and that was it. I didn't expect him to like fall and then you see him all bloody and. All kind of like all types of mangled. Yeah, I was not prepared for that at all. I was shook, and then I was couldn't be shook. I I was just so fucking. I couldn't. I, 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 I still can't find the words. I was, yeah, I feel like ever since that scene, I was on edge about everything because I was just like, I don't know, because it was it was so unexpected. You just didn't expect. You know, again, there was no cues for it. There was no like. You know something's gonna happen right now. This is, they're literally just recording fighting, and you just hear, Tah! and I was like, <gasps> and you can, and everybody just like turns around. Everybody's quiet, and I think that's when it like, it kind of hits you, and then you're like, what the fuck, like just happened, um, you know? And ever since I think after that, it was just like you were kind of just expecting the unexpected, but you didn't know where it was gonna come from. Mm-hmm. I think it's, exactly. yeah, that's when you realize this is not a basic, you know, zombie virus movie. <laughs> not at all. What did you think about Guillaume? I liked him. I, li- I like that he was like, you know, I'm only an intern. I don't know much, but I can help a little. Like, I, I can do something. And he actually tried. He was he was helped treating the infected. He was trying to help, like, people who were injured. He was trying to help them. And then fucking Alex bit him. Yeah. And I was like, no. I was like, I like the doctor. He was kind of attractive too. I was like, oh. <laughs> he was. What he was. You? He was definitely useful. I I really liked him a lot. Um. I. Yeah, you know when he, when they were like, you know, is there like a doctor or something here? And he was like, well, I'm not a doctor. I'm an intern, but you know, I got you guys. And he did. He really did. He really helped out a lot. He tried his best. <laughs> he definitely tried. He didn't just stand around doing nothing, shoot his camera, annoying people. He was actually in, like, out there doing some stuff. He was. Yeah, and I, I, I liked that because he like, they were like, okay, like, can you help? Because there's a bunch of sick people here. He took his stuff off and he was like, I got you guys. And he did. He was like, I'll, I'll do my best, guys. No promises, but I'll try. Just all you really need to do, like, in... In those kind of situations, you have to at least try to be helpful. Yeah. Like, you have basic skills. Those basic basic skills can save a life in these situations. And he tried. But then there was Officer Sergio, who I could not stand. The entire movie, he was <laughs> annoying the fuck out of me. I was like, shut the fuck up. Stop spewing the fucking policies. We're all stuck in here with crazy people trying to kill or eat us. And you're out spot. You have to trust them. You have to trust them. I'm like, do you not see them sealing the windows, 
sealing all the exits. Shut the fuck up. I think he was scared. Because <laughs> he was scared of being the ass. Yeah. And he wanted to wave his gun at people. Like, don't do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was... Yeah, he was... It was weird. It was... I guess it was stupid because he was, like, there technically to keep the peace, but he was not keeping the peace at all. No, he was making people more nervous, more anxious. Like, can you, can we get this guy out of here? Can we get another cop, please? <laughs> yeah, he was... I was... Oh yeah, God. yeah. when he... At first, I was like, you know, I kind of get it why he's being that way because, you know, he's trying to keep the peace. He's also nervous. But when he pulled out his gun, I'm like, bro, bro, come on. <laughs> That's not going to... Like, what are you going to do? You're really going to shoot someone with that gun? Because everybody's stuck in here. <laughs> right? Like, chill the fuck out, sir. Please. Please chill out. But let's go from one character I hated to a character and a half that I hated. Let's go to Marie and Jennifer. Marie. I could not... I couldn't stand Jennifer's mom. I'll just put it that way. Because I'm butchering her name. But I couldn't stand Jennifer's mom. Like, you're out here blaming the Asian family because they're Asian. You're just going to throw it out there. But they did a reason why everyone's sick and causing all this. The, the poor, sick grandfather who who we haven't seen at fucking all. But your daughter's down here coughing and shit around everyone. Yeah. Like, this was giving me, like, this was giving, this was giving like, weird COVID parallels for me. Like, bitch, shut the fuck up. Like, what are you doing right now? Leave them Asian people alone when it's your daughter who is the fucking, who's spreading all of this. Yeah. Yeah, she annoyed me so much because I'm like, because, you know, because I get it. Everybody's scared. You're scared because your daughter's sick. Your husband's outside trying to get medicine, whatever. The poor husband. But like, you don't go around blaming other people for it, you know? Like, everybody's scared too. Like, I'm pretty sure. We're all in the same boat together. And then. Oh my god! And everybody was just attacking like the poor Asian family. I was like, "Yo, shut the fuck!" Up. And no one apologized no. when it turned out to be the fucking kid. No, well, no one said shit. No, they like, they really didn't. Like, no one said anything. They were just like, "Oh, that's crazy." It was it was, it was the other people, huh? Like, bitch. Okay, like, oh my god. I don't know. It just really, really pissed me off because I'm like, first of all, I'm pretty sure her dad's been sick. You know, he's mm-hmm. in bed. Obviously, this has been a problem. Not like it happened like two days ago. You're, you know, like, and plus it's her dad. You know, obviously she's going to want him down there. Just like this bitch wanted her daughter down there who was also yes. sick. Yes. that was, uh, She was annoying the fuck out of me the entire movie. And I was kind of let down with the reveal because I remembered it differently. For some reason, I remembered that when they... When they told her that her daughter was the one that was sick, and she was like, "No, no, not my daughter, not my daughter." I remembered that. I remembered that her daughter like bit her and attacked her, but that's not what happened. I, that might be from the quarantine movie. I guess I'll see when. Wait, I thought her daughter did there. bite her. Her daughter threw up on her. No, she bites her. Like spit up blood. She bit her. Mm-hmm. I swear, she. I, I only saw her throw up blood. Huh. I guess I... No, she, like, bites her. Hmm. I missed that thing, because I swear, I was like... I mean, honestly, no, yeah. I'm going to see that that shot was kind of, like, hard to see, because I was also kind of confused Mm -hmm. at first, because when they did it, you hear her scream, you hear the mom scream, and then you see the little girl. No, she didn't bite her because she didn't turn until after the other people bit her when she was changed. So her daughter didn't bite her. Her daughter just threw up blood, spit up blood on her. I swear she bit her. Because she would have turned a lot sooner before they locked her, 
before they locked her, um, the handcuffs to the to the rail. But I don't know the, and the daughter was quiet the whole movie. She wasn't saying anything. Daughter was just there, and I was like, it has to be. Yeah, that was like a big red flag. Like, I'm like the daughter. The daughter hasn't. Jennifer hasn't said shit the entire fucking movie. Yeah, and also when um when they were trying to um do that that interview with with the with the daughter first without the mom and the mom kept butting in and talking and then like the you know talking for her daughter and talking to them i think she knew something i think she knew no i think she was in denial because I, I mean how would you know i mean your dog's sick your daughter's sick you know? and now everyone else is fucking acting crazy because they're sick i think she knew that's what she's trying to throw it on the asian family because they, they were a safe scapegoat i think she knew I don't know. I just didn't trust. I didn't trust the mother. I didn't. I don't trust Jenny's mom. So, what else? Yeah, I didn't like her. I just didn't like how she was like. I don't know. Going off on everybody, you know. When her fucking daughter was the issue, like your daughter's the fucking well, it was issue. the dog. <laughs> well, that too. Which I'm assuming, like, the priest did like a experiment on the dog. Mm-hmm. Because the dog, he was also injecting like rats and stuff. So who knows? Like the dog probably bit something and then got infected. Yeah. But let's talk about patient zero, Tristiana. What'd you think about the whole like backstory with Tristiana being possessed and she was possessed? It's all we know is that she was possessed by something, and but now her blood, her her whatever, is infectious. What did you think about all of that? Um, honestly, I liked it. I liked that whole paranormal aspect of it i i think it's because i like paranormal movies in general but um i i guess because like usually you know like movies like these it's usually you know it's a virus it's a something went wrong in a, in a lab or something it's i think it's probably the first time i've seen it be like no it's a demon it's it's a demon you know someone's possessed she's patient patient zero and she's affecting everybody else I don't think I've seen that. Um, so I really liked liked it. I, I mean, I liked the scene. And she looks so scary. Oh, my God. I was like... The special effects, the prosthetics yeah. fucking terrifying. I will say that initially I was like, Ugh, it has to do with the devil and possession. I was like, what the fuck is this, the conjuring? But then I came back and I was like, you know, this... It's a zombie movie that's not about some weird virus or some weird scientific scientific experiment. Is the devil and the devil is infectious? Like this is new. This is different. I kind of like the aspect. I wish we'd have got to know more about Tristiana. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like like hopefully in the sequels. I know there's like three sequels. Like hopefully in, in the, one of those three sequels they explain they explain um, why Tristiana was the first person. The devil, like, possessed. What was special about Tristiana from the beginning? Yeah, and honestly, like, when I first saw the room and I saw the picture of the little girl, I didn't know that it was a different little girl. At first I thought it was Jennifer, and I was like, that's weird. But then, I, but then you know, once I saw the thing, I was like, wait, no. <laughs> that's not... That's not this, Obviously, it's not the same mm-hmm. person. I just thought... I was confused. Um, like, I know, like, the priest was talking, and he was, in a way, explaining stuff, but I was still, like... Mm-hmm confused until i saw her and i was like oh okay you know until like i guess the 
that hatch opened, which mm-hmm. was also kind of a scary part. I was like, you know, because they were just they were just like around looking at everything. And you just you just see that she just calmed down. I was like, and that's and fucking... you know she was in there. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't do any research about the about the sequels because I want to be surprised when we when I watch them for the first time before we record. So hopefully one of the three sequels is like a prequel, and they explain the whole Tristiana thing. Like I wouldn't mind that. Yeah. Because I I feel like there's so many there's so much like left unsaid. Like I want to know what's special about Tristiana. I, I don't know. That's just me. We probably don't get a prequel, but we'll I guess we'll see. But before we sign off, let's talk about the behind the scenes. The behind the scenes information. Uh, this movie was made on a budget of two million dollars, and they got thirty two point five million dollars in the box office. Oh, which is crazy because this movie was originally set to be released direct to video so that was a great smart last change for them financially because it made a lot of money um the lead actress manuela who plays angela is a real tv presenter oh really um, in her native country of spain yes and that's why that's why she got the role because the director wanted to be authentic so he got a he cast a real tv presenter also, most of the background firemen are all actual firemen, and they filmed all those scenes like in the firehouse at an actual firehouse. Actually, they didn't build any sets for this movie. All the sets are actual real locations. Like the the complex is real, the fireplace, the, the firehouse is real. They did everything on location shoots. Uh, none of the actors knew how their characters were gonna die until they got on set that day. To film the character's death, so they didn't know they didn't know if their character died or how their character died until the day of, until like an hour before filming. So most of them were like nervous, mad, frustrated, which kind of probably helped with their performance. Yeah. So yeah, and then this was shot in the course of like a month or so. So. Oh wow. I don't. Yeah. Uh, this currently has an eighty-nine percent approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, Blade Disgusting said that Wreck is probably one of the best Spanish horror movie, horror films in recent memory. People like this movie. I mean, they have to like it. There's three sequels and a remake and a remake that has a sequel. So, I don't know. I enjoyed this movie. It was, it was interesting. But, Maria, what is your review out of five and why? Um, I'd give this movie like a four. I feel like... I thoroughly enjoyed the movie, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. I liked the whole double twist. Um, I liked... I mean, mean, again, like, I really like found footage movies. Um, And I liked how this one... Like, you know, like, they did make it very authentic, which, you know, I liked. What I didn't like was just like some of the characters were kind of a little too much and would sometimes kind of ruin the vibe, you know? Um, but overall, I really liked it. So yeah, four out of five. I think I agree. I think I give it a four out of five. Like I said, with with the two main characters being from a, a news or like TV show that had, that does like reporting, the found footage aspect, the recording aspect felt authentic it felt like this is rightly placed and even though i found it weird but the ending revealed that this is all because like a devil possessed some girl 
and now her bite and stuff is infectious. Her blood is infectious. It it was a different take on the zombie genre, which is a big which is a big risk because especially with horror movies, people hate when you change the horror movie formula. Like they get real mad, <laughs> but the fact that they did it and they pulled it off and it it's really good. I like the characters, I like the actors. It all felt authentic. I like how claustrophobic it was. Like it's confined in one. For the most part, they're confined in the lobby. Yeah. And they're just they're in the fucking the the complex, and they're not leaving in complex. It's like it's they're stuck into into one particular place, and I felt that made me feel uncomfortable. So I could only imagine how they felt. So I can also give it a four out of five. It's a good movie. I enjoyed it. I hope I enjoy Wreck Two, which we will be reviewing next week. So I don't know, Maria. What do you think? You think the rest of the movies are gonna live up to to this? I have no idea. <laughs> I really hope they do. I kind of feel like they won't. I do know that it most. All I know is that it mostly takes takes place in the same location. That's all I know. So they they go they're they're still in. I think it picks up moments after this movie. Mm-hmm. So I'm not hundred percent sure. So, but I guess we'll, we'll guess we'll find it out. And you guys find it out too. Thank you so much for joining Maria and I to do Wreck Two. I mean to be doing Wreck. We'll be joined next week by with Tuan, who'll be with us for the rest of the Wreck series. So that'll be fun. Thank you guys so much for joining us. The Haddonfield Horrors Podcast is a Letters to Media production. Should we do an intro?